Hello, welcome to the Bizarre Briefs podcast. My name is Dave Eisenstatter. I'm the editor of the Valley Advocate, and I'm here in the Northampton radio studio of Trumpy with Hits 94.3. That is where you are. Yes. So you are we're not, both we're both here. Yes, and you're not lost because you know where you are. Yes, um, we talk about weird news, the bizarro briefs uh, of the week, and that's what we're going to do right now. This is what we do. Do you want to? Do you want to lead off? With, uh, I will. Something? Yes. So, do you ever get these emails that are scam emails that are like, uh, "Send us money because we'll give you more money." Do I ever? The Nigerian prince is my friend. <laughs> um, so, this Irish student lived out all of our dreams of getting these people back. 22-year-old student, Limerick, Ireland, made the most out of a business opportunity sent to him <laughs> by a big business banker. It started, I know this email will come as a surprise to you, but permit me to desire to go into business with you. Pretty clearly, this is a scam. He was asking for a donation for something, and uh, he was asking for a 100 pounds or a 1,000 pounds to be to be invested in this business, and then they would be 50-50 business partners or whatever. Of course. Um, Simple. So this student from Ireland said, well, a thousand pounds would be nice, but we here in the European Union like to go big. And he sent him an image of a a $50,000 wire transfer that, that he doctored and claimed that it failed. And the reason he said it failed is because my bank thought that this was a scam. So could you just send me 25 pounds just to show that, you know, we're, we have a relationship and then I can send you this 50,000 uh, pound transfer. And the scammer agreed and sent the 25 Whoa. pounds and the student donated the money to charity. That is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I always... Get the phone calls, the scammers. Oh, man. It's um, awful. I get the emails. Every once in a while on Instagram, I get the Illuminati that wants me to become a member. I had somebody recently wanted me to invest in Bitcoin, and I told them that I'm a Bitcoin billionaire. <laughs> and finally, they're like, prove it. I was like, well, I can't prove it. You're a, I don't know you. You're a stranger. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're like- it's, I, like, I think one, well, one thing that was really cool about this 22-year-old Irish guy is that he was like, I like to, this is apparently the third time he's done this, or he's tried to scam a scammer, and he likes to waste their time. So he'll oh, like go I back and forth. wasting their time. He'll go back and forth with them, uh, you know, to like kind of make them think that he's like a client that they should be pursuing. And he says that the longer that he does that, the, the less time that they have to spend scamming other people who might fall for their nonsense. You want a boob job story or a prostitute story? Uh, they're let's, different. Oh, they're okay. It's a different story. Let's do the boob job first. Great. This is a good one. This is a. This is actually a. It's a weird story, but it's a happy story. This is this. this We've had with this. Uh, that'll be yeah. the, our second happy story in a row. This is a. This is actually a feel good story. Uh, a, a woman in Canada bought a couch four years ago from a thrift store. Okay. Four years ago, and just recently, she was going through the couch for a thorough cleaning. Oh, okay. Found, found a watch. Oh. Piqued her interest. It looked yeah. nice because it said Rolex on it. It was a $250,000 watch Ooh. she found in the couch. Excellent, right? Is that the, good, is that the feel-good story? That now is, she's, that's feeling good. Yeah. She's feeling pretty good with the money. And you know, you know, there's always like a reporter, you know, like the Gazette's like, well, what are you going to do with that money, right? Yes, of course, right. I can ask that question. She's straight up happy as can be, happy as a clam. She's like, I'm buying a house and getting a boob job. Mm. 
And I just, I, I, I like that she found this watch in her couch four years later. That piques my interest. And then I love her her honesty and her just like straight up excitement over like house and boob job. This is what I'm getting. And uh, yeah, so clean your couch. <laughs> Yeah. You don't know what you're going to find. That house could have been four years earlier. And do you, but okay, th- here's my question though. Don't you think maybe she was just like joking with the like the 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 young reporter who was Absolutely. like Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I admire that even more. Yeah. And I so I think that we've got two stories that, that are happy stories and two stories that involve tricking people. Oh, I have some trickery too. I got All another. Right. Okay, little, yeah. Well, keep let's, let's keep going. Let's roll. This is a curious one. Um, so you there's always stories in the news about maybe police doing weird things. Yes, this is so weird. I thought I'd bring it to our podcast about weird news. Well, let's hear it. A woman in Tennessee, uh, she was arrested in February for marijuana. Okay, but at the Time of the like traffic stop or however this this went down, the officer gave her options. You can be arrested and, and get your ticket. Mm-hmm. Or if you would allow me to baptize you, <laughs> I will let you go. <laughs> what? Where is this? Tennessee. Tennessee. So the cop is basically like becoming a, a religious leader. Yeah. And baptizing this uh, traffic person, he asked her if she was saved and uh, believed in Jesus. He and then he—that's when he offered her the deal, uh, a citation for the weed, and she wouldn't go to jail if he could baptize her. So she is afraid. You know, she's in like a weird situation. This is yeah, like it's cop. kind of like He's, right. What are you gonna a, do? You gonna tell him? It's no? a little bit like duress to like be forced to be saved. And well, it continues. The baptism was in a lake. The cop stripped down to his boxers. She decided not to. She was offered to take her clothes off, yeah, but she did not. That's That was a good choice. Right. And then he submerged her in the lake. Mm. Can you imagine how terrifying that must yeah. have been? I mean, like, this is a weird story, but it's also, like, a scary story. Yeah, that is very scary. You know, scary. like, the, the, the officer, like, got her to a lake. And she allowed him to like submerge her. Like it'd be terrified I was about to be killed. Yes. Um, she was not. Mm-hmm. But uh she is suing. She's looking for eleven million dollars in, in damages. I hope she gets fifteen million dollars in damages. <sighs> yeah. That's a bizarre, scary, like that's like a creepy story. Um, it's just a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, eleven million. That's a pretty. That's a lot of money. But that, as you're pointing out, that's like a really horrifying scenario. Like basically, that's like a horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. Like the entire plot of one. And, and like, like I could see that like being like probably like at least forty five minutes to like fifty minutes of like getting pulled over. It's horrible. Talking to the cop, going to the lake. You know, like it's tense. It's, um, I wonder what kind of boxers he had on. I don't wonder that, but I do. Okay. I'm. I applaud once again her common sense of not uh getting too into it to I bet he was shed under the armor. You had one you had one before. So this one goes back a little I think we talked about this one on the podcast maybe a few months ago oh. about the sour toe cocktail. Do you, do you remember oh, yeah, this? Yeah, of course. There's up the, in the Yukon. In the Yukon, they have this place where you can go to right. order an alcoholic beverage that instead of an ice cube, it's a human toe. So there's a little update this week to that story. 
the person who donated the toe drank the drink. So like they got to drink the drink with their own toe in it, which they lost kind of ironically at a frostbite. And now it's being used as an ice cube. And what they had to say about it was, uh, it wasn't as bad as you think. It was more like a lump of ice than anything else. But it's still a toe. It's still a mummified toe that is in a... I don't know what kind of drink it is. It's a cocktail. It doesn't matter. It's. I mean, it's an... <laughs> but, I, but here's what I remember from last time we talked about this. That you said you would try it. Is that true? I would totally you- try it. But there's something about that that seems... I would try it, but knowing that it was my toe, I'm not sure I could try it. Like I find that to be, I don't find drinking it's a more, shot with a toe in it creepy, but drinking a shot with your toe in it, it's I'd more disgusting. It. You feel that it's your toe versus somebody else's, some random other person's toe. I would much rather a stranger's you know toe in my your, mouth. Your t- you know where your toe was, and that's probably why I'm not into it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that it kind of, it does add a, another layer. I kind of feel like the opposite. I feel like if it was my toe, I'd be more comfortable. It's just weird. Yeah, but I don't say that I would be comfortable. I would just be more comfortable than some random person I didn't know. Do you think, and uh, this is Canada, that I know they put the shot in a glass. So does it, like, does it get into your mouth? The toe? And then you spit it back out, right? Is that the well, theory? It's, so it's one toe. You know, I think the, sh- I mean, the kind of the shocking thing is, is that they reuse it. You yeah, know? they it's reuse like, it, and then they have people donate toes to them. I, yeah, I've read about this. It, it, it's, it, it's, uh, so... I think it's pro- I mean, I would think it would be frowned upon to put it in your mouth, right? I mean, I certainly would. I mean, you know, some there's. We should move on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh <laughs> what have you got? Well, you know, I've got two that I really enjoy, but this is. Uh, I like dating stories sometimes mm-hmm. when when dates go wrong. Uh, you might <laughs> you you. you, you you might remember this story. Uh, we didn't do this story, but it's it was in the headlines. Uh, a man in Utah who, in June, he's like an avid biker and outdoorsman, but he was uh, survived a trampling and goring at a state park in Utah in Oof. June. Right, a rough go. Yes. A rough go. Was that on a date? No. Oh, okay. But if you fast forward, uh, this guy had like bro- here here he had uh, broken ribs. Uh, internal rin- injuries, collapsed lung. This is a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He went back to that state park just last week, very recently, and he was on a date with his girlfriend. Wow, what a bad idea! Like it's, it, I imagine it takes a lot of like courage to go back to a scene like that. Yeah, she was gored and trampled by a oh bison. My God. She is. She has survived as well. But, uh, she has a broken ankle, a cut on her leg. Yeah, like what? This relationship will endure. They have <laughs> so much in common now. I wish I knew if it was like their first date. Yeah, <laughs> because that, if I that's mean, your first date, you're 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 set for life. They they completely understand each other now. Yes, I mean, they like they like like they the two of them have been through something that people like you and me can only imagine. Yeah, well, me, well, me. You are you have attacked bears and stuff, but I've never attacked a bear. I've just you know had bear encounters. You had to clean. You had to clean a bathroom with I, a bear in I it. I sure or something. did. My son talks to me about that sometimes. Dad, did you did you have a bear in the bathroom? 
Then I have to tell him the story all over again. He's a little confused because it's, it's a, well, I mean, there's a lot to the story. Yeah, well, go. I mean, that's a that's good. Oh, you um, know, if we have to go there quickly, I worked at a hotel. It was in California. There were bears. A bear got locked in the bathroom. We couldn't get him out. When we opened the door, the bear was gone. Found that he ate. Ate his way through the wall into the closet, his and way then we had to rescue the bear the out of the closet. It's good. It was it was a lot. Uh, it's a good story. It's a All great right. story to share with your children. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is a this is a story about a little bit about Massachusetts pride in some way. It's actually about Maine pride, but uh, the Massachusetts part comes in later. Maine Maritime Academy. Uh, they've got a tradition at their football games to fire a cannon every time the home team scores, which is, okay, yep. You've got, you've got a tradition of just ringing a bell sometimes. Yeah, I got a cowbell. So they have that tradition, and an alumnus of the school decided that they wanted to get in on that, and they brought their own personal cannon to, um, to join in the fun. What could possibly go wrong? So normally, apparently, with this cannon that, they, that they, the school has, they put a blank shell in or i don't know how you have a blank with a whole cannon but it doesn't fire anything this guy had black powder that he made into a wad apparently shot it out into the field and it hit a referee he's he went to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries but he's down for the count and it's like you don't want to anger the referees (laughs) you don't want to shoot anybody with a cannon you um but it didn't go well for Maine maritime academy they wound up losing that game 42 to 21 to Massachusetts Maritime Academy. No, oh, I didn't know we had a Maritime Academy. Yeah. Well, um, so don't bring your own cannon to a football game. I, I can't even imagine. They shoot it from like the stands probably. Like, can you I, imagine the people around them like, no, no, dude, no, no. I, I bet there was a whole lot of people that like, no, no, no. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> yes, do it. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think there were more no's or more yeses? I don't know who, I don't know what I, I would be. Maybe reading the story, I would be one of the no's. But, depending on your, your proximity. But if I had, right, it's probably very loud. Like you bring your kids to the game and you just want to watch a game, but they're like bl- blasting your eardrums out with this cannon that's right next to you. I'd be terrified. Cannon. Oh, that, can you imagine just, Wow. Football game getting shot with a cannon. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's, nope. you know, that's why don't sign up to be a referee at any Maritime Academy. They lost. Yeah, they did lose. I've got a, I've got a, so here's a little combo here. Husband, wife disagreement. A, a wife orders a, a dress online and it comes in this box and inside the box are something like 24,800 small uh, tablet size, but look like stones. The wife thinks, oh, these are decorative stones. The husband thinks, I think these might be drugs. So they call the police and find out. And the husband, in this case, was right. They were almost 25,000 pills of ecstasy that came, that were mistakenly sent with this dress that were supposed to be sent to a different country. The wife thought they were de- like decorative. Decorative, like white stones that were supposed to go on the dress, I think. Like bedazzled? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm actually having a little trouble like picturing what that would have looked like. What I'm imagining is the husband is, is has spent a lifetime picking on his wife because she probably has uh, made some other missteps with things like, oh, this is so nice. He's like, honey, that's Drano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like washing her hands with, you know, like. Well, here's Not an alternate. So. Here's an alternate scenario. Maybe the husband just knows his drugs. Maybe he was like a partier <gasps> back the day. And was like trying to find a polite way to sit. Maybe they looked like decorative stones. 
because He's they like, were trying to I like, know what that is. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I mean, I think I do. I think maybe they're drugs. Should we ask a police officer? Freshman maybe? year, the dorms. That was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. OK. OK. One other male one. Got it. Somebody sent a coconut to the opera, to the San Diego opera. And they were like, what is this? And they never found out. Just a bizarre story. This is my favorite story of the day. <laughs> so let me just mail a coconut. Somebody just mailed a coconut a box. to the San Diego Opera, and they thought maybe it was an employee on vacation, but they don't know. They have no idea. That that gives me so many ideas. Are you going to do stuff? Are you going to mail me a coconut? I could just mail things like that and just sit back and enjoy the excitement. <laughs> the drama. Yeah. That's, wow, maybe we should do that as a podcast. Maybe you know, we like if I mail the advocate a grapefruit. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be like a fruit. It could just be like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like your cowbell or something. Now you could run a story each week of the weird things that get mailed to you. That. That's it. Start mailing the advocate safe things. Yeah. We're P.O. Box 299 and uh, in uh, Northampton, Massachusetts. Uh, what's, what's the zip code from Northampton? 01061. Boom. Thanks for listening to the Bizarre Briefs podcast. Check us out on valleyadvocate.com. Give us a like on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to listen to my radio show.